Welcome to Our Morning Take. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. And you have found the podcast that brings biblical stories to life. We love to just show you the movie that's going on in our head. And sometimes our guests' heads. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. And and now we wanted to get it into your heads. And now... Uh, Nick Seaman is in the house. (laughs) It is episode 43. You know, that's a favorite number of mine. 43. Yeah, Richard Petty. It's a uh, race car oh. number. I love 43. It's just like. I never number. knew that you liked Richard Petty. I, I'm a oh. huge Richard Petty fan. The king. You know, I was born in 58. I actually got a chance to see him race at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. Wow. Back when it was dirt. And oh, uh, cool. so, yeah, it was really cool. And uh, that, those were the days. Fireball Roberts and uh, all those. That, that was racing back then, you know. Wow, interesting. I learned something today. I never, all these years, yeah. I never knew you were a NASCAR fan. I'm not. Trust me. And don't <laughs> even lump me in with all that because I'm not. But when I was a little boy. Richard Petty was just pretty cool. And, you know, they wrote songs about him. And he was just a legend. He's like Michael Jordan. I mean, you know, he was my first sports hero. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, because he's from Charlotte. He's a homeboy. Anyway, episode 43. Today is the first day of March. How about that? Beware the Ides of March. Yeah, you better. Hmm. I'm telling you right now. Listen, we got a cool story. I just want to get right to it because we got a lot to do. And I kind of want to finish this story up today. You ready? Yeah, but before uh, we go into that, that. He does this every time. Before we go into that. Yeah. We always start off about the movie in our head. Amen. So let's go back to what's happening at the pool. Now, all of these people are waiting for the angel to stir the water. So are they, once it starts stirring, are they pushing and shoving? Are they trying to get in? Like, is it every man for himself? How's it working out? No, seriously. <laughs> Probably looks pretty if, sad. If you, if you want to get healed, you're going to do every, anything you want, anything you possibly can to get in. Yes or no? So yeah. think about the chaos. Well, I'm thinking I would just stay in the pool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, mean. I don't get it. I, I'm on my little floater, you know? That's just me. I'm just. And how me. often is this happening? Because are you going to stay in there for the whole day? Like, That's what everybody Once a week to, or. Frank, get out. They're not going to stir the water till you get out. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Angel definitely ain't going to do anything if you peed in that thing. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and, and obviously, it's obviously if everyone has to get, you have to get out because yeah. that's not even fair. Yeah. I'm just going to lay here because I, you know. It's kind of like. I want to be the first one in. It's like, kind of like the water racers when they start and, and the gun goes up. But right before the gun, somebody like jumps yeah. in. And it's like, oh, yeah. now you got to stop everything. Yeah, because then you hear the guy saying he has no one to put him in. Oh, my goodness. You know, maybe once it the didn't water stir up stirred. unless everybody was waiting. Like, you know, like it, they, they that's found, what I'm saying. Because maybe everybody, yeah, was just sitting in the pool and then, like, well, we got to get out and wait. And I do wonder how often, like, every. Yeah. He's been there 38 years. It would have been nice if Fita said how many times. Yeah. Like, three times or the water's been. Stirred. Here's the big mm-hmm. question. Yeah. Are people praying for the waters to get stirred? Well, mm. I, I guarantee some of them are. But maybe Jesus healed them too. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's seen. Those know, John, are all valid questions. John says that there are so many things that happen that you can't write about them all. And I would, yeah. and I would not doubt when this guy got up and walked that somebody else went, "Whoa, look at what just happened right there!" Yeah, the pool didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the water. And then the blind guy's like, "What's going on? What's going on? I hear something. I hear something. What are you doing? Who's that? Who's he talking to? He's walking thirty-eight years. Yeah, that's it." All right, so we got all the way to uh, where the man is healed, and the problem is that Jesus heals on the Sabbath day. So, verse 10, the Jews were sent, and we're in uh, John chapter 5, in case you haven't tuned in to the last couple podcasts. So the Jews were saying to the man who was cured, 
It is the Sabbath, and it is not permissible for you to carry your pallet. Man, that sounds like some people I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing? What were you thinking? Mm. Right? But, my favorite word in the Bible, but he answered them, he who made me well was the one who said to me, pick up your pallet and walk. Mm-hmm. They ask him, well, who is this man that said this to you? Pick up your pallet and walk. But the man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away while there was a crowd in that place. Stop right there. There's the movie. I mean, that's what you got to know. How does he not know who this guy was? Are you kidding me? This guy just healed you. So so here's a question. Does he know or does he he not want to get Jesus in trouble? No, honestly, I think he really doesn't know. I think he wasn't paying a lot of attention. I really don't. And the fact that he can now walk, I think it's like, I think he was so caught up in all of that that he forgot who the guy was. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is I think Jesus didn't want him to recognize him. So it's quite possible that Jesus disappeared. Like, Yeah, he said he told him to get up and then Jesus just, he literally disappeared in the crowd. But you There's notice a- Jesus could have said, just get up. But he told him to pick up his pallet. He may Jesus may have wanted to stir up the Jews. Uh, yeah, of course. That's person. why he specifically he said just, he could have actually said, "Leave your pallet and walk." And the yeah. guy would be like, "Well, that's fine with me. I can walk." But, yeah, because uh, you can walk on the Sabbath day. Because it was the pallet part that yeah that got was, him in trouble. Never yeah. mind the fact that guy was healed after thirty eight years. They were really worried about that pallet he picked up. Good but, point, Nick. Yeah, because he was carrying a yeah. pallet. Yeah, yeah, and Jesus made sure that he was. Yeah, and it must be okay because the guy that healed him told mm-hmm. him to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Afterward, uh, Jesus found him in the temple. And he said to him, the most interesting thing, didn't he, Abe? Oh, yes. Behold, you have become well. Do not sin anymore so that nothing worse happens to you. Hmm. What do you think Jesus is trying to tell him, Abe? Wow. First of all, just, you know... His react. First of all, my reaction would be, this man just healed me, and then he told me not to sin anymore, or worse things are going to happen. I'm taking his word for it. I'm going to be like, I'm locked and loaded, baby. You ain't got to worry about me. But this guy gets aggravated, and he feels insulted. Do you know that a lot of people faced afflictions because of their sin, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And the Jews believed that, and it even was true. And it seems to be the case in this guy's case, right? It seemed like there was some kind of sin in his life, and that's why he, he was lame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was cursed, as the Jews would say. He, he was a cursed guy. And now Jesus has lifted the curse, but he's telling him, you've got to quit sinning. Yep. Can, can somebody explain to me uh, what kind of sin a lame guy that lays by a pool for 38 years can be committing? I mean, I feel a little like Luther here. You know, how, <laughs> you, you know the story about Luther going to confession? Have you ever heard that? Oh, yeah. He, he was so man. conscious of his sin. Yeah. He would literally go to confession every day, and he would be in the confessional for an hour. Yeah. But this was every day. How yeah. in the world did he commit an hour's he, worth of sin and even in after a 24-hour Then he period? was afraid that he got too prideful that his sin was gone, that he would go confess that pride for being too happy his sin was gone. <laughs> That'd be miserable. <laughs> well, the guy, I mean, not to even try to be, you know, graphic, graphic or anything, but he can't walk, but I mean... He's he could be doing anything except walking. Are you saying could, a lot of things are going on at the pool? 
anywhere, wherever this guy's at. I mean, obviously he's doing something. If Jesus said worse things are going to happen, if you don't stop. I mean, it, Listen, could, it could be your thoughts, too, though. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He yeah. could just be like, you know, catcalling or saying things inappropriately. You never know. Or whatever else he could be doing. I mean, I don't know. Well, this so. is why I brought it up. Because, see, a lot of people think that you have to be a drunkard to be a sinner or an adulterer mm-hmm. or a fornicator or a murderer. This guy was none of these. He was lame. He's laying by a pool for 38 years. He didn't do it. He, those, those weren't his problems. But there are a lot of other things yeah, that create absolutely. sin in our heart. Absolutely. You know, what he, you know what I think the biggest thing is? You know, and honestly, because uh, the Holy Spirit gave me this this morning. The Holy Spirit gave me this story because he woke me up at 530 this morning. Mm. And I always know that when I wake up about 45 minutes before my clock's supposed to go off, that it's God. Yes. And mm. I went to bed kind of late, so I know it's God. And so I lay there and I pray for a little bit and I say, Lord, you're about to give me something for this, uh, for this awakening that we're going to go to at Bessemer City. You're, you're about to give me something for this, and I know you are, so I just want to be quiet and listen, and I'm, and I'm just thinking. And the story pops in my head. Mm. And this very thing about the sin, he says, go and sin no more. And that was what was, I was like, what did he do, Lord? What was his sin? He literally laid by a pool for 38 years. What in the world was he sinning? And God said, Bitterness. Mm. bitterness. It will eat us up as Christians. Many times we are in a position where our lives are being destroyed, where things are taken from us and we don't understand why. Mm. And instead of seeking God and praying and trying to do the things God wants, instead of that, we become bitter. Bitterness. I think that was a sin. Makes sense. I can't wait to hear the rest of this tomorrow. I guess we got to do one more day. We have to. (laughs) See you tomorrow.